with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. What's up, everybody? This is Fury and Cloud. Stay on. And welcome to another episode of the Game of Zeros podcast. Check us out at gameofzeros.com. KTC is here. MTM is back. And I'm going to try not to be real annoying with my sound clip theme, but I don't think I can help myself. I like this one. In this episode, MTM is going to give us a little information about an announcement that was made in the network app. We're going to talk a little GVG. But first, I want to say congratulations to Prince of Darkness X from Legendary Heroes. He was the winner of the weekly giveaway. And part of the giveaway was a section to ask MTM a question for this week's show. So we selected a few of those and we're going to do that now. So the first question is from Prince of Darkness X himself. Are any Gen 2 decks such as Dark Dren still worth working on? XP to Relics and Awakening Heroes? Question mark. I would say there are a couple of decks that are worth it and there are a few heroes that are worth it. You know, people usually talk in the terms of full decks, but when you get into something like, say, GVG, it can often be specific heroes and what they're doing, not what this deck as a whole did. So the two decks that I would recommend are still worth awakening and putting potions into are the Doomed Mine of the Wendigo and Fostered by Flames, which are the Fire Dragons and Water Humans, the Cowboys. The trick with those is they get an enormous boost to their attack. It's so high it can go beyond gem 3 damage. And so if you awaken them and add potions, they're going to increase that baseline a lot. And so it can just get ridiculous. I'm kind of amazed that they allowed Ironspine Nighthorse to become a Slayer commander this most recent event because that's even more powerful in Slayer. In Commander, Commander gems themselves are an ATK% boost, and so they stack additively with the boost from the cards. Normally that's so weak, people think it's broken, like it's just not working, but in this case it is so strong it manages to push past that. Then when you take that out, and you instead have Slayer, where it's just a damage multiplier at the end, that becomes a enormous. I, I tried to make a deck out of Reforged Beauties using Dynamite Dougal. It didn't really work out, but you know that's how powerful this combination can be. Fossed by Flames is the same deck, and they're also useful in other circumstances. They've got some immunity on them and stuff. I use them all the time. The next question is from Toliknol from Adapt or Perish. What's your opinion of the $30 Warden packs offered during Hellboy and this week? I'm sort of mixed. It's a great way for new players to catch up with GVG defense, but kind of frustrating for players that spent months building their GVG teams and suddenly become obsolete. I am right with you on this. It's a mixed feeling. Like, it's weird to say, Network, you sold us a pack that's too good. It had Bastion Shards, it had a set of perfectly on-meta Wardens, and Warden Power is about doubled recently, being adjusted for Gen 3. Any affinity that gets one of those packs is going to be months and months and months ahead of any of the other ones, even if every single Warden that comes out for the other ones is exactly on meta. And, you know, they probably won't. So, I just don't know. I mean, the cash pack aspect, I think, is a separate one for me. Some people do like just being able to spend money. It removes the obfuscation from seeing gems. And for myself, I feel weird buying in-game currency, but I might impulse purchase something for $5. It feels differently. I'm not going to get into whether it's okay to not make that available for gems. If it was also available for gems, it would probably be more. Just the thing, you know, 30 bucks, it's like, what, 3,000 gems? That is real cheap for those wardens and bastion shards and things. I don't like the fact that it did make people feel like the defenses they worked on for a really long time didn't matter and that the event rewards don't matter because the wardens are not going to be as good as these ones that you just bought. 
Okay, so we'll do one more here from Drakmore of Ghosts. Duster Runes, which system is more favorable towards players? This is an incredibly difficult question. I have seen people breaking out the spreadsheets and really getting deep into it to try to figure out which is objectively better. I don't necessarily care which one is objectively better. I care which one is more fun. And I care about the game being stable enough that you can make meaningful decisions in relation to them. So if we go back to runes and just stay on runes as the one off deal, then we've ended up with a bunch of free Water Master and Water Ultra Dust. If it ends up being, okay, next week we go back to runes, and then it's crystal from there on out, it's, just, it's going to devalue all the dust that's saved, which basically tells players, like, even the currency you were saving that you thought was going to get you runes, you can't trust that's going to hold its value the same way. You know, and then maybe they'll do a rotation. Maybe they'll start, you know, every few events they'll do crystal, and that'll be a time to stock up, and maybe you'll just, by dumb luck, get a great card, and that's fun. It has been 21 weeks of Generation 3. They need to pick something and stick with it. Now let's get into the announcement of legendaryroadmap.com. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. I've been really excited for this roadmap to come out. This is something I discussed with Dan maybe five weeks ago, because we really don't know what's coming. And oftentimes people will talk about, oh, why aren't you addressing this or that issue? And it's like, okay, they are working on it. They haven't told anybody they're working on it. They don't know exactly when they'll be ready. And this is hopefully going to help with that, where if something's on here, like this is definitely being worked on. And if they give you a date, they're going to hold to that date. And if something changes, they'll have a place where they can update people as opposed to we'll do an announcement and then maybe a forum post and then oh wait did we have anybody do facebook all these other disparate sources that we've been using and so you know we'll have to see how it's updated this is very much like the version 1.0 i know the first thing everybody tried is clicking on the coming soon things and not getting any more information but i i asked and i've been given permission to just sort of give people more of an idea of what is happening with them i do want to preface this by saying my information is kind of old it's not like press release level so you know things might have changed please don't hold it against the network if i get something completely wrong about what these are going to be probably the reason that there isn't more information is because they have to make sure that information is accurate if it's going to go on this site so event quests are the thing that i'm like really really excited about because until now they you know this isn't necessarily something you'd notice playing the game but they have a lot of restrictions on how they can distribute rewards if you want to give people multiple rewards for a single activity you have to put them in a crate but then when you put them in the crate you can't tap the crate to see what it has in it almost all the collections are based on like some sort of collection token and those aren't a great way to reward one player who might be playing five hours a day against top level bosses another one's playing five hours a day against low level bosses another one who's going to play high level bosses but only an hour a day and all these different levels of activity and strength and so it, instead it's you can have something that's like kill 10 bosses and kill 10 bosses gives you a reward as opposed to get x number of trophies it also is going to clean up the interface a lot hopefully almost every event somebody thinks they've taken away the runes the runes don't change that much i mean okay except this week but normally they don't change that much but people miss them because it's put across three different screens and you have to go through these huge long lists to find them all and count them all up so it's going to be a lot easier for people to understand what they're going to get for playing this event if you don't have to talk about a tertiary collection and also if you can have something like say the first time you get a 500% overkill, an ultra kill boss. That's really hard to do for a lot of people, and it takes a lot of time, and it's not really worth it because you do that once and you get the little box of probably just some trophies, maybe a Tome of Reforge, and that's it because they also have to account for somebody that's doing those a thousand times during the event. And so this is just a technical upgrade in the ways they can reward playing the game that they haven't had the ability to do before. 
The next item on the site is legendary skins. Something that legendary for a competitive game has not had is a way to reward somebody with something that's not a cosmetic or, you know, a medal. I mean, you, you have the GVG trophies. If somebody chooses to go to your account, go to your gear, scroll down until they find them. But there's no real way to like show off that you accomplished something awesome. So what I heard, and this may not still be accurate, again, don't hold the skins network if I'm getting it completely wrong, but they might be able to put these on like the ultimate leaderboard or as for the winner of an event or something, you can get this cool skin. So that when you put that as your face card, it's look, I, I have this cool thing that nobody else has. And I'm sure that they'll have these systems all throughout the game. I'm sure we'll be able to buy some and earn some and some will be random drops and all of that. But I think it's just a really cool option that they'll be able to reward, you know, success in the game in a way that's not more power. I want to know about the graphic speed. Relic animation speed up. That's pretty cool. I know that in the past they've had a lot of problems with that because every time they try to do something to speed it up, people think their relics are broken. Like even when they implemented the thing where if you had the same relic, it would just do them all at once. A bunch of people thought their other relics weren't working. And I still see people that say that sometimes. So I'm really glad it's happening. I'm hoping they're doing it like in a way that people are still going to know that yes, your relics are all making power gems. It's fine. It's okay. This is why it's cool to have the roadmap because it's like, oh, the only thing we're working on is skins. It'll be, what's wrong with you? We also have new game activity. They're still designing that as far as I know. I don't have any real information. The team slots, the relic animation, the turn end, they're putting some percentage of their work into these quality of life things. Since I don't have a ton of information on any of these other than the fact, yeah, most of them are self-explanatory, hopefully. The important thing about that is that it is them working on some of these smaller quality of life issues. It's not just this big grand improvement in the event quests or something that's like nice to have, but we don't necessarily need like the skins. I would hope that people look at this holistically and not, well, I like this, don't like this, like this, don't like this. But do you like sort of this package of things that are coming to Legendary? So we get a lot of specific GVG questions and and we're definitely going to do a GVG focused episode. But for now, I'd like just to talk about what you two think in general, what you like, what you dislike, maybe something you'd change. I mean, for me, I think that GVG is the highlight of the actual deck building skills. Gen 3 was supposed to bring all of these deck building skills. The reality is, is, for the most part, the event deck is still going to be the most powerful deck. But there isn't a lot of super creative deck building happening in events. GVG does not allow you to use a full event deck particularly when at the level we're playing there's multiple metrics that are going into a decision making about who should be attacking what with which deck it becomes like a puzzle almost so for me it encourages people to try out different things i use cards in gvg that i don't get to use in events ever so it allows me to sort of play with my whole catalog of cards i really like a lot of what ktc talked about which is for people that are really into gvg GVG is this incredible puzzle and team activity that they can put a lot of strategy and thinking into and do better for it. It's not something where you have to buy a new team every single week for it. You, at least in the past, have been building up your defenders over time. You get options for your attackers. And I guess it's more long-term than a lot of the events are. My biggest source of frustration with GVG is in order to have the best GVG team, it is still purely about spend. And that is with respect to both defense and offense. For offense, it probably should be about spend. There should be some advantage provided for people who have the best decks. 
But for defense, it really should be something that's earned. It used to be that in order to have the best wardens, in order to have the critical portions of a strong GVG defense, that you had to play. You had to compete. And that the people who were playing the most and competing at the higher levels had better defenses. And that was what made sense to me. For a while, you had that. It was that wardens were the award and then that bastions were the award. Now all of those things are available for sale very quickly. So in a way that I think that sort of negates the advantage of those who actually play the game. The thing that I hate about GVG is playing it. I am notoriously bad at GVG. I have a lot of those sort of, oh, you know, fancy cards that people think will let you always win. And I'm sure if somebody competent played my account, they could. I can't. I always make some kind of mistake or set my team wrong or pick the wrong lineup to attack and I screw up. It's great that somebody that is more skilled at GVG than me would immediately pick up all these things that have caused me to die immediately. Unfortunately, I don't really like playing it in part because it does take forever in a lot of circumstances. We were going to do what would you change about GVG and I can make it less annoying for myself, but I'm never going to be a person that super loves GVG. So if I actually had the power to change things, I would probably ask people that were really good at GVG and like really loved it, what they would change. I don't want a lot changed about GVG at the moment. I think that we are sort of incrementally moving towards balance. GVG hasn't had balance for the vast majority of its existence. You had a couple of seasons there where there actually was pretty good balance. It required teamwork in order to do things. Again, we're at a point in GVG where it's not a single thing can beat everything. I do not believe that GVG is solved or ruined by the existence of avatar and creature immunity. I think that the reality is, is that people want them who don't have them because they see people using them. It is not necessary to have those cards in order to compete at the top levels of GVG. What I do think is a problem is that the valuable GVG cards are not remotely related to Gen 3. And so the issue is, is that if you have people who took a break for a while or people who started playing after Gen 2, they no longer have cards that are useful in GVG. And I think that that is going to become a huge problem as you see more and more people start playing the game, that they'll never be able to compete at the top levels of GVG in the sense of if they only have Gen 3 cards. We gotta finish this. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks to MTM for coming back. Definitely check out legendaryroadmap.com. Thanks to KTC. Thanks to everybody who entered the giveaway. Please go to gameofzeros.com to enter this week and tune in next week for another special guest, Magic DJ, the guild leader from Blades of Legendary. Legendary.